So Jorge's in with us today, and he just popped his head in. Slee, we were talking. He's like, yeah, usually at this time of day, he's getting ready to take his daughter, who's um, – how old is Mike? Like four, maybe, give it, give or take? Um, and he's like, yeah, get your shoes on. We're going to grandma's house, right, and, and doing all that kind of stuff. I said, my son is almost 22, and I had that very same conversation with him on get Friday. Get your shoes on. So he went up to uh, Eugene for game day. Uh, he wanted to go up and, and hang out with his buddies and go to the game and, and, and whatnot. And I, he goes, Dad, can you give me a ride to the airport? Sure, I'll give you a ride to the airport. So It didn't happen again. It didn't happen again, but he's walking to the car in his bare feet, and I don't see the shoes anywhere. I'm like, dude, you, we, we can't be doing this. This is going to – I'm going to have does a he heart say? attack. Yeah, what does he say? Dude, I got them in my backpack. I'm like, yeah, but I can't see them. They're not on your feet. Why is this such – and by the way, I live – 10 minutes from John Wayne Airport. It's not far. Like, are, are they, do they not fit? Or like, what? why is it such an ask to put his shoes on? Yeah. And he's nearly 22 years old. And we're still, we're still going through this. And it creates deep, deep anxiety for me every so time. So in the beginning, I, I kind of saw where you're coming from. Now I'm with Bobby. I'm with Bobby on this one. Why? It's just, you know, 10 minutes away. You know, it feels good. You're supposed no, you're to have. No, you're just doing a thing. You're I'm, supposed I'm, to have yeah. your feet are supposed to feel. You don't have to take it off during TSA. You know, come on. That's right. That's you're right. You're gonna walk through the yeah. airport. You're gonna walk from. By the, the way, house to great the car. point, Taylor. I did not even think of it that way. No, it's you're, actually you're just, you're just being an. It you're, is. You're makes so much more me. sense to do it that way. They're they're shoes. They're not army boots where you have to lace. 38 different yeah. eyelets they're they're vans they slide on and off your feet <laughs> why why is this so does he walk do? on the grass on his way to the car he, he doesn't put them on until i pulled into the loading zone i guess i'll put my shoes on now it's like what in the world are Respect. we doing i like that it was good enough for human beings for thousands of years thousands of years Not and now shoes. all these commercial products trying to sell nikes and pumas and everything else i'm with shoes. bob so racket because yes. it's no the problem is is three to one when here, i would four drive to one away with Bobby. it's like hey i uh, forgot my shoes again can you swing back again it becomes my problem if it were not my problem i could deal with it a little bit better but it ultimately okay ends up why don't plate. you this i guess my question as a parent um why don't you have an extra pair of shoes for him and michael have for the entire family sitting in the trunk he could have worn my golf there. shoes i think they're my trunk <laughs> he could have walked through the airport in a pair of 12 and a half foot joys we did help did we no, no it, it, it just drives me crazy. Just absolutely drives me crazy. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Torrance and Jason. Jason, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Jason? Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, long-time listener. Hey, Al, uh, yeah. not to rub it in or anything, but serious question. If you're Bob Melvin, are you bringing in Josh Hader to face Bryce Harper? Uh, three games in Philly, and Josh Hader doesn't even make an appearance? Are you kidding me? So appreciate you calling in. So there was, there's a lot of, I think I kind of felt this from, this is going to be the conversation all day down in San Diego. Hey, did you second guess? Should you have done this? Should you have done that? Suarez was really, really good for the Padres. He was terrific. Really good for the Padres. Gave up a single. Hater, you had not used yet. You can go lefty righty, right? Like you're going to, you be in this situation where you kind of get the matchup you're looking for. He didn't. Um, it's so easy to second guess it, but just to be completely honest, Suarez has been so good for the Padres. I didn't have a huge issue with it. The only problem is you needed six outs. I think he was thinking of the ninth. He wasn't thinking of the eighth. Um, you know how you've said this before. Your save can come in a different inning. Mm -hmm. The save was the eighth mm -hmm. because it was Bryce Harper. Mm -hmm. After Harper, it does it tapers off. You already got through some of the other guys. But if you told me Suarez was going to give up a two-run homer, um, he's been so freaking good. I don't know what to tell you. It 
Josh Hader's on that team to pace to pitch to Bryce Harper. Yeah. That's why he's there. I mean, yeah. it, it, I didn't really care who won or lost, so it wasn't one of these. I can't believe they're doing this, but it, why are they not bringing? Because you're you're right. Six outs is probably a lot to ask for in that situation. I don't think he would have gone but, six. But so what? You <clears throat> got to get Harper out. You can't you can't let Harper face somebody that's not your best pitcher. There has been your best pitcher. You got to go do it right there. The, the, the guys get a little too cute sometimes. You're right. Suarez had been setting guys down and it pitched really well, but you don't let Bryce Harper, their most dangerous guy, yeah. hot as a pistol, face something other than your best guy. So if there's one thing that I will say, and this is very Dodger-esque, Dodgers were kind of, didn't it feel like Dodgers, every decision they made, it was thinking about, yeah, but we're setting this up for that. Yeah, Philly didn't do that at any point in the series. Win the game in front of you. Game three. They weren't doing that. Game three is we're bringing it. We're getting game three. We're going to win game three. And they would do it. And the Padres, there was this little, maybe a little bit too cute. It makes me think of the Dodgers. Dodgers had moments where they were too cute. So I go back to it. When Mike Socia was managing the Angels, they played the American League Championship Series against the Yankees. And his like one of the questions was, well, what are you going to do tomorrow? Because I wasn't worried about tomorrow. I have to win today. I have to win this game. I'll figure tomorrow out tomorrow. But tonight, we needed to win this game. I think he brought in K-Rod in, in an unusual spot for yeah, him, and yeah. it worked out. Yeah. And it's like, look, we won. We're going to move forward. We'll figure out tomorrow, tomorrow. This is not, hey, if I, he's been out. He's been pitching a lot. We're going to make sure that he's not overworked. We're going to make sure that he's fresh. We're going to make well, sure he's saving for this guy. Win the game and move win, on to how the about, next game. How about win the eighth? Because the eighth inning is... You got that three-two lead. They they even had they had a situation. Fran was watching the game. Explain this one to me. You have runners at first and second. The tying run is sitting at second. Mm-hmm. You have one out in the ninth. You got two cracks to bring that dude home from second to tie the game. Grisham bunted. Yeah, it was a terrible decision. Now they said he was bunting for a single. Yeah, that was he, the idea and the was. concept, the rain, the this that. But you just took away one of your chances. Now you have one out left to try to bring that home, that runner home from second, and I don't know. If you're going to bunt for a hit there, you know what you need to do? You need to get a hit. That cannot be a, a bunt for an out. It mm-hmm. was a terrible decision because – and look, if you're yeah, in two a way where it. you can't – you're just feeling like, I can't – nothing's working out because Grisham was hot and then, and then he, he was really hot. He was, he was really, really cold. cold. Mm-hmm. So, okay, then let's go to somebody else because there's no way you drop a bunt right there. You need two guys to swing the bat. It did not work out. Okay, so Dodgers. Aaron Judge is a free agent. Jacob deGrom is a free agent. Edwin Diaz is a free agent. So there's some very big names. Dodgers have shown that they are in the mix for big. They were in on Bryce Harper a few years ago, yeah. didn't get him. In on Freddie Freeman last year. Yeah, they're fine. They don't, they don't need anything else. They they're, went they're in fine. on Trevor Bauer and did get they'll spend money. They go after big name guys. Yep. yep. Do you do you really just say, all right, listen, let's just continue to do it like this? Let's continue to add these great players. Because they're not short of talent. They're not short of arms. They're not short of this, that, or the other thing. It's just they need to find a way to play better with what they have. If they get judged, great. I love it. I'll, I'll get a 99 jersey and be thrilled. But this doesn't feel like a player acquisition problem nearly as much to me as it feels like they got to find a way to play better with the guys they have when it matters most. How do you think Aaron Judge did? And this is Aaron Judge had a bad postseason. I was going to say, this isn't a great example, and it's not fair to say this. I was going to say, how do you think he did in the postseason? Wasn't good. Mediocre at best. I think if two homers. I I think we we know this. The Dodgers don't have an issue through 162 games. They don't have an issue with talent. They don't have an issue with all-stars. They don't have an issue with um, big-time players. 
you could say part of their issue is having clutch guys in the postseason, having clutch guys that come through for you in the postseason. Garrett Cole's another good example for the Yankees, right? How was he in the postseason? Pretty he some, good. He had some good games. Yeah. And then he also had games where the Astros are the Astros, right? You're going to give up some runs. I know it was a little quirky I with left uh, him in there. It was well in the fifth. Well, not even just the fifth. I mean, you got the air that happens first. Aaron yeah. Judge gets in front of uh, the center fielder. But anyways, I I, I just put that aside. I, I think for the Dodgers, and I don't know how you figure this out in the off season. It's about guys who can perform in these big moments. Now, that doesn't mean don't go after Aaron Judge because right. he had a bad postseason, but it's not like they're – if I told you, hey, they had they got Aaron Judge, of course it's ridiculous, this, that, but then it kind of all all stems back to, okay, well, what are you guys going to do in the playoffs? That I don't know if there's kind of a um, – if there's a way to quantify somebody in the regular season and I, then look at what they're doing in the I, postseason. I don't think that there is because the, the sample sizes are so small, but I think you try to make your team – as good as you can without completely losing your way, right? I think that if you look at all these – Jacob DeGrom might be the best pitcher in baseball, but he's at an age where you'd expect a decline coming sooner than later. He's hurt a lot. Aaron Judge is going to be 31 years old at the start of next season, okay? That's not old, but it's not young either. And we're talking about a guy that's going to make north of $40 million a year. I don't know if either of those two guys are the guys that you focus in on. Edwin Diaz is another is a, is a different animal. That's an interesting right? one. That that's one that it's going to be expensive yep. because he's coming off of a great year. Yep. Relievers are a little temperamental as far as one year to the next. They're they're you know unless you're Trevor Hoffman or Rivera, you don't get those you know bang 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 a ton. But he feels like a guy that would have been the difference between maybe some of those games going. Maybe they still got to hit. They still got to get some some runs across. Yeah. But yeah. it's lengthens that bullpen it makes it a little bit more difficult to get through knowing that you're playing eight innings where everyone else is playing nine that's the guy to me that is the most intriguing on the free agent look if judge comes terrific if they make a deal for otani terrific but that's the guy to me that fills an actual need on your roster do you think they want the traditional closer yeah, oh sure i, I think th they do too yeah and i think the only reason why they're telling you that you don't know no, we'll, we'll figure this out it's because kimbrell didn't work out Right, but in the postseason, if you'd have told me that they had a guy in the ninth that they knew that they could depend on, there was more. Um, you knew who was going to come in the set. They were just all over the place in the postseason. I think having a more traditional pitching rotation it would would be better off than um, you know obviously what they tried doing this past year. I, I wish there were an easy answer. There just does not feel like anything other than you know what baseball is kind of weird. Like you heard Mookie. Well, what do you want us to do? Run through a wall? Justin Turner's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. Freddie Freeman, yeah, playoff baseball is a little intense. It's a little weird. There is no answer. That's what's so deeply upsetting about the fact that they're home is that are the Phillies better than them? No, what's almost twenty five games better? Twenty five. Yeah. I mean that that's that's crazy. And here they are. They're still playing, and the Dodgers played four more games than the Angels. It's just it's so two more deeply home games unsatisfying. Too. Two home, two gates. They yeah. did get a, a, a couple of gates along the way, but it's not a go get more all stars, go spend more money. It's a figure out what's missing at the end of well, the line. Well, I, I will say this too from a pitching rotation you do have legitimate questions coming in you have legitimate questions for next season next season is Bueller won't be used right he's obviously going to be coming off his off his injury what happens to Tyler Anderson what happens to Andrew Heaney what happens to some of these other guys they they Kershaw will be a year older that's 
that's not that's a lot of pitchers that you depended on this past year that you won't. They'll find they found Heaney, mm-hmm. they found Anderson, they found Elmont. Tyler Anderson was he was really great. freaking. He was great, good. but nobody nobody the Dodgers knew they'll find it. They will find mm-hmm. another Tyler Anderson. Uh, but Maybe are, not exactly like that, but they'll find another guy like that. You comfortable with that? Not having Bueller there, that don't you kind of got to replace? I don't. Think, they they didn't. I don't want to say they didn't need him. They obviously needed him, but they didn't miss a beat without him. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll come back when he comes back. You get May for the whole season, so maybe the that playoffs, I think is your deal. Nice to get oh, another d- one of those but guys. He'll, theoretically, he could be back for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That, that if everything heals according to plan, he would be back for the playoffs at that point. And that question is how Dustin May continues to, you know, obviously progress. Yeah. Weekend Hero is brought to you by Stat Hero. You can search by local market lineups in the Stat Hero app and filter by single games. Pay attention to your local market lineups at stathero.com, Slee, because it's all right there. You can do. The Lakers? Oh, I played you UCLA, Oregon this weekend. You did. How'd yeah. you do? I didn't do very well. I didn't do very well. <laughs> That's because I, you know, I got kind of caught into the whole local market, local market lineup like they're talking about. So I picked a couple UCLA guys. What I really should have done is went the opposite and gone Oregon. But you have that option on Stat Hero. So make sure stathero.com, use that promo code 710. Whether you want to do it on your app, I actually do everything on my desktop. So you could do it also on your desktop. You can do it on the desktop, and don't forget to put in that promo code 710, right? They're going to match your money. What you put in, they're going to put in. You put in 100, they put in 100. You yep. put in 50, they put in 50, but not if you don't put in the promo code 710. 710 is your promo code. When is that first win coming for the Lakers? The schedule says might be a minute. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So I think, I still don't know how my eliminator pool works exactly, but I because I can't look at everybody's picks. You're about we, to win. We were down to four people coming into this weekend. Somebody decided they wanted to let it ride, right? So we all had to let it ride. Only three people picked. One of the four people that were alive forgot to submit a pick. So I, I believe that means you're out. Damn. Right? Oof. One of the other people picked Tampa. They lost. The other guy is on New England with me tonight, which means we're going to go into the final two. Maybe we'll split it. I don't know if he's the guy that wanted to split it or not, but it's weird to be rooting for the Patriots. Like, if it's a, up to Pats you, let's say, let's, I, let's say this guy says split, you split it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. two. No, two you split. Four I, was I was willing to split it. Four was four. a lot. I was willing to go along with the group at that point, but I I kind of played the game with the gods, where I wanted to appease the gods by saying I would split. Yeah, let someone else take the the bullet. I don't know if that's what happened or not, but uh, and got a you still tonight. had New England for this game. I still have the Cowboys left. I still have the Kansas City Chiefs left. 
You haven't used the Chiefs. I haven't used the Chiefs yet. So maybe I'm the guy that wants to push it a little did bit. Did we get <laughs> did Taylor and I get rocked this weekend or how did we do? I it? I got rocked. I didn't uh, have good well, picks. Since, I got two out of three. Uh, since four. you brought it up, um somebody well, I had could a already, week. I could already tell. Somebody somebody <laughs> had already a tell one. T R A V. Yeah, Travis uh, had a perfect week. All ten points. So uh, you had uh, six, so not terrible. I'll take six. You had six. Uh Emily, you actually had seven points. You got your four and your three right. Yeah. So and Taylor, That's you a had a good five. week. Five says eh. Five. So here, here's Wait, what, what, what did? Yeah, I'm trying the to. The person think. in the lead got the most. The person in second got the second most. The person in third got the third most. And Taylor, looking at you, fourth got the fourth most. Actually, that's a pretty good to have five to ten for everybody. Usually, it's ten. like ten's better. You than get five. two, you get one, or you get nothing. Or you get ten. You see one, two. Yeah, all four. One of these. Yeah. What did I lose? One of these leagues. You lost Houston. And you lost the San Francisco 49ers. Did Raiders not cover? They did not. Oh, Raiders didn't cover? Why do I No, no, no. The Raiders did cover. You had the you had the Texans. No, I had the Raiders. Not according Emily, did you write it down? I'm writing it down. I wrote it down. I'm opening it right now. Yeah, I, I wrote okay, down. Double Houston. check here. What's okay. the other one? Yeah, I think we need you to have Travis stop keeping track here. <laughs> no, that's not what There's it some is. Scripts involved here. I have I have uh, Slee was the Texans as well. Yeah. So I think Slee I you might have just Texans? misspoke. And uh, Taylor, I go, go ahead and offer your apology at this moment. I feel like <laughs> what it's, was uh, the well spread? Deserved. What was the spread on the Raiders? Seven. Why the hell would I take the Texans? Okay. <laughs> you were just riding high we off need, the Padres when you. We need a fifth person involved here. Well, I mean, we it's why so you can be in fifth. <laughs> is that, was that why you want the fifth person? No, so they can keep score. What's the other game? No, my other game sc- I, I, I am good at this. I keep looking. Look at how neat and accurate. Uh, yeah, it's my very convenient. Is. Very convenient. I didn't win last year. I didn't win the year before that. This is the first time. I think it's just my opponents have softened over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I think that's what. Taylor, it is. we'll add our points at the end. Well, yeah, yeah, you guys don't even remember what you picked. I took the Raiders. Uh, Emily, did you take the Raiders? No. Trav, did you take the Raiders? No. Shades of the 2002 Western Conference Finals here. <laughs> He's still salty about that. Well, Trav, like at least it. you don't have the Colts left still. So you're like, because they're not going to Did you see what they just games. did out? You're right, Emily. No. They just benched Matt Ryan. They said, we're done. He's done for the for season. The they're the going season. with uh, Erlinger, the quarterback out of Texas. He's their new quarterback moving forward. Love a good benching. It's fantastic. The Colts have spent uh, traded one first-round pick and two third-round picks for two quarterbacks that aren't even be playing for them anymore, for, oh for Matt gosh. Ryan and for Carson Wentz. For what, uh, seven games? Yeah, and, right? and they also both didn't make the playoffs, uh, clearly. I mean, Matt Ryan might make whatever. The, the more you see these quarterbacks move around, right? Matt Ryan, bust. Wentz, bust. Yep. Russell Wilson appears to be a bust. Mm-hmm. The, the, late, the Lakers, the Rams are probably like, thank goodness we got the one. Thank goodness that we got Matthew Stafford season last year because cash it in this and year, whatever happens happens. Not ideal, but at yeah. least they got one. You could at least say, "Hey, listen, whatever's oh, coming no. next, we got the one." Bro, if you got one, you got a damn Super Bowl. That's it. Like, there's no conversation needed after that. I mean, same for Tampa. Tampa got the one with Tom Brady. Absolutely. And so you get a couple of those. You can see everybody else kind of trying to jump on it and trade everybody, and it hasn't worked out since. We'll, we'll How's, see how fun is it look to see the standings? NFC West, Seattle Seahawks. Oh, I thought you were talking about the standings for our pool. No, nope, have nope. 47. NFC West. <laughs> Win the regular season this year. I'll just come in and the postseason. Let's try that. Forty-seven for me. Emily has forty-one. Al has thirty-six. Taylor has thirty-one. Um, I oh, have four awful. weekly wins. Thirty-six. Emily has two. Taylor has one. And I got Al, done. Sorry, you need to you need to get on that weekly win. How am I in third? Wagon. 
<laughs> because this guy Yeah, but over he's here, won. He has he, a perfect yeah, week. Yeah, but I think he won the week with 10, and he gets twos and threes the rest of the time. So that's, uh, that's how it shakes out. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Chris in Los Angeles. Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, fellas. You know, I, I love listening to you, uh, Trav, because you understand baseball and what a fickle sport it is. Look. Don't overreact and realize, you know, the best team isn't always the one that wins it. But this is what I think. I think we need uh, DeGrom, possibly a starting pitching. Um, but more importantly, we need someone who is fast and can manufacture runs. Because as we've, we've seen, that's what uh, an importance in the playoffs is, manufactured runs. Not everyone's swinging for the fences. So I think maybe starting pitching would help. Obviously, a reliever would be great. But more importantly, maybe for the money, um, just some players that are quick and can hit some base hits every now and then and manufacture some runs. Okay, so Chris, I'm with you, but here's here's the problem. I appreciate what you said. The guy who led the National League in hits is on the Dodgers. The guy who is second in the National League is also on the Dodgers. Is also on the Dodgers. The guy that is as fast as anybody in the league is Trey Turner on the Dodgers. You know who else gets a lot of hits and is really fast? Mookie, Mookie Betts. Betts. Mm-hmm. You know who else is really fast and gets a lot of hits? Gavin Lux. Like what you're describing, they have that. It's not that they need to get different guys. They need the guys that they have to play like the guys that they are once that calendar flips over to October. I don't know what it is. And and he said it, and he's right. Heard it from Andrew Friedman. Heard it from Dave Roberts. Heard it from Freddie Freeman. That the best team doesn't always win the World Series. I agree. But Al, shouldn't it sometimes win the World Series? Shouldn't it occasionally win the World Series? Wouldn't once in a while, wouldn't the best team win the World Series? That's why when he says that, it's like, all right, so what does that mean? Does that mean that's just an excuse for the Dodgers, that it's okay that they didn't win again, that they are out in the first (laughs) round? I mean, they have... Every single year, they were talking about this yesterday because the Astros swept the Yankees, and they were talking about the 111 wins from the Dodgers. Dodgers were brought up a lot, just part of the conversation because the Astros had such a great regular season, then you're always going to bring up the Dodgers who had more wins than them. They got everything you need. So the whole, you know, the whole justification of trying to make mention of, well, you know, it's just baseball or it happens or the hottest team wins. You're right. Okay, if that's the case, then shouldn't they have a couple World Series by now? Once in a while the best team should win. I understand they're not gonna win every time. Once or how in a about while. how about once in a while the best team got hot at the right time yeah. as well? Like just a combination of anything. They were hot for six months. It's not like they were hot for two weeks in the middle of the season and pulled it. They they were hot for six months. And, and what's even out. what's what's even more odd, it's not like you can say, well, you know what, maybe they just don't have the experience. Mookie has a World Series. Freddie. Trey Turner has a World Series. Freddie Freeman has a World Recently. Series. Recently. None of them with the Dodgers. As in they've already gone through they've gone through all those runs and they did it before they even were with the Dodgers and then obviously Mookie those got another guys one on that top are of really it. good at math the Andrew Friedmans of the world right the guys that have put this unbelievable roster together see if you can figure out math as to why they don't play best when their best is required um couple of days off for the Lakers off today and tomorrow uh play at Denver and at Minnesota on Wednesday and Friday Denver might be the best team in the Western Conference they're really really good Minnesota is better than the Lakers maybe not a great team but a good team they come home to play the New Orleans Pelicans next Wednesday and then finally Friday November 4th Slee against the Jazz yeah that may be the first say okay they should air quote should win that game those other what's that one two three four coming up that's tough, man. That that is a really brutal stretch of schedule. You could be looking zero and six in the face. Damn. 
We, uh, by the way, we already said this, right? We already said the look how tough the schedule is going to be. That's why yesterday was so frustrating for so many Laker fans because you can't, you know, you don't have this margin for error. I know it's early. I know there's 79 games left, but losing against the Blazers, yes, yeah, that really hurts. That really hurts because at Denver, you can beat. at Denver, you're not going to be expected to win. Yeah. At Minnesota, I'm with you. Minnesota Timberwolves are not going to end up a top three seed in the West. Top That's six. a tough out. It might be top six. That's a tough out, and they were a tough out for the Lakers last year. You're not going to be expected to win that. So now you're going to just depend on coming back home against Denver, New Orleans, or Utah, or Cleveland, or one of those four-game stretch that you hope to get a couple of wins in that process. you got Utah and Cleveland at home, followed by Utah on the road. They'll play three times in four days. Um, <laughs> that may be the stretch where you try to – Stack it back up. Again, can I can I tell you right, something? To rebuild whatever it is that you've given away through the first couple of weeks of the season. Even if you just use as an example, they have a four game home stand after these two road games. Okay. Even if you split that four game home stand and you lost against Denver and Minnesota, that means you started the season out two and seven. Those are those are not easy to come back from in the Western Conference. And I don't know. You know, I, I actually think the Lakers have played decent in these last couple of games problem is they can't hit a shot if their life depended on it and unfortunately so much of the attention is going towards side stuff rather than what's happening on the floor too the lakers are not a good shooting team but i don't know if they're this bad of no, a shooting it, team it will it's average out back up a little bit I don't, that's look, they're not going to turn into the warriors obviously but as bad as they are constructed as poorly as they're going to shoot the ball on their best day, they're actually underperforming. Like if you're a Laker fan, you could say, "Listen, this has been a terrible start." It'll be Yesterday closer to thirty percent. But yeah, th- this is by even by their standards, they're under the line. Th- th- does that give you any sort of solace at all? Yeah, it does. I mean, it, it, listen, they are. If you go look at how teams are shooting from the three point line so far this year, you know it's Oklahoma City is one of the worst, and there's a couple other teams. Lakers are down here. So it's like, yeah, it does because you know that eventually things will just happen, to, ha- have to come up. It went down yesterday. It went down like it was already twenty-two and a half percent, and it went down yesterday after yesterday's game. <laughs> you can always get the shovel out. You can always get a little bit lower. Maybe a Scooby Doobie themed uh, Scooby Doobie Scooby Doo Emily Doobie Scooby Doo. You know what I'm going for. Factor Cap is next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hey guys, uh, yesterday was the finale of House of the Dragon. I know everyone's really upset. I know everyone's really uh, all over the moon about what happened in the end of the episode. It's great. Really going up about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I think my final tally was probably four for Taylor this weekend. Going through her going through her album. I think I went through it four times. Oh, I mean, you said Taylor. I thought you were talking about our Taylor. Yeah. You <laughs> no. listen to the whole, how many? There's 20 songs on it. 20 songs. You listen, listen to, to 80 songs in what a weekend. What song? Was your favorite of the numbers? Uh, <laughs> I think that Mastermind is still my favorite. So, is how many times did you listen to that song alone? Uh, I I didn't listen to any specifically out of out of the thing. I just w- listened it to play? it in a loop. Yeah, and would have, could have, should have. That's a lot of songs, Lee. It's a lot. <laughs> Don't trust John Mayer. That's what I what I say after listening to all this. Um, so I don't think that's going to be relevant in my life <laughs> at any point. And look, if I meet John Mayer, I'll remember not to trust. You're him. shady, don't bro. Don't trust John Mayer. <laughs> okay. So uh, Pedro Martinez last night, uh, after the Yankees got eliminated from postseason, uh, said this about uh, New York. I have one question. Yes, for all of New York. Yes, New York. <laughs> Who's your daddy now? I just want to know. I want an answer, and I want it quick. New York, who's your daddy? Should I say the Astros? 
It's not Big Papi anymore. It's not me. Who's your daddy? I want to ask New York. <laughs> so uh, my He's statement so is... so happy. <laughs> Pedro did New York dirty with this uh, soundbite. Uh, Taylor? Oh, sorry, Travis, factor cap. Um, I, I kind of like it. I like that Pedro gives it back to those guys because Pedro was the one that was willing to take it when it went bad. Right? The, the who's your daddy thing is actually going back to when the Yankees caved his head in a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. And he's like, look, the Yankees are my daddy. I'll say it. So that he put it on himself. I think it's okay that he throws it out there. And by the way, the Astros are the Yankees' daddy. They are. Just like they, there's nothing you can say after you get swept. There's no, there's no, yeah. I, can I, real quick. When Aaron Boone was doing that, well, if the roof would have been closed, we would have won. Oh, Dude, yeah. stop. Se- series was over. Stop. <laughs> series was over that right there. That is so stupid. I mean, if you look at you the look velocity like of the ball coming out when Aaron hit his. Dude, and that when... guy's been around forever. How That's does stupid. he not know that? So, yeah, no, I like Pedro throwing it back at him a little bit. I'm okay with it. All right, so I'm kind of in the middle on this one. I'll, I'll Let me kind of talk it through here. You, you expect a... Look at his job. His job is to kind of be fair. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as best I can, analyze both of these teams. But it's impossible for someone like that to not put himself back in of the course. position when he was a player. And I think this is what makes TNT so entertaining. Is if Charles Barkley never said anything about you know making things personal or joking around or Shaq wasn't, then it's probably not as entertaining. So I'm gonna go fact on this one too. Pedro, do you? And Pedro is this is a Yankee Red Sox thing. That's what Love it comes Pedro. back to. Pedro yeah. was five nine and was the scariest pitcher in baseball for like eight years. Do you know how nasty of a guy you ah. have to be? Five nine, maybe one hundred and sixty pounds, and he's brushing back guys that are six five and staring at him like what? Pedro's the man. Love Pedro. Cap, no. Anytime the Yankees are losing, I'm a happy man. Um, <laughs> they have more of a history beating my Twins than any other team. And the Astros have done it once, but New York is my all-time hated baseball team. There is something about when the Yankees get owned. Now, I know it's different here because it is the Astros, and you go back to 2017. So I think a lot of people feel that way. But there is something about game four at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> it really and is. And there's 94 fans left in the, you know, they just kind of, they know it's over. This is how you know how hateable the Yankees are too. When the, I wanted the Yankees to win because it was the Astros, but when the Astros won, I'm like, yeah, I can live with it. <laughs> yeah, I can live with it. That's how much you dislike the Yankees. Sorry, Janice, if you're listening. So uh, I sent you guys this uh, tweet earlier today of a prototype of a potential delivery service for Amazon. It was like a blimp essentially that, had coming out of it uh, drones that would deliver packages. So you would want something delivered like this. Alan, factor cap. I'm already scared of it. I'm going to go cap. I don't know what the hell that thing is going to do. I'm already worried about this type of stuff. I'm I'm the guy that's already not taking the – I'm not having a dude come to my house and just bring over some Chinese food. I'm going to go pick it up. I'm good without the drones. I go cap on this one. It's not so much the drones that freak me out. It's like having this series of blimps across the country <laughs> that are flying. Because look, how does every alien invasion movie start? Right? It's here comes the ship from beyond. It hovers over Washington, D.C., New York, Los yep. Angeles, Chicago, and then they start the, the, the invasion. If we have a series of Amazon blimps scattered across the world delivering us our toothpaste, I feel like like this is them putting their logistics in place to take over the world once and for all. It could all. be hacked easily too. Like you know, if, it, if there's no human manning it, so I don't know. Taylor, yeah. Cap, yeah, this is weird. I feel like it gets stuck on my porch or something. <laughs> and there's there's also a lot of people in I don't know Mississippi, Alabama that would be shooting these things down. <laughs> 
<laughs> so okay, now you're just, giving reasons that right. I'd like to see it. Not a yeah. good idea. Freedoms, right? Or just like they, the uh, robot doesn't like hold on to it, and then the like a box of like I don't know, very heavy things like books fall to the sky and like hits you in the face. I don't know. It's like, not the like drones that. that scare me. It's the bl- imagine if the the sky was lousy with giant blimps filled with cargo. I'm just gonna go out <laughs> and get some like fresh air, idea. and there's just all of these. It's the invasion. So, uh, New York Giants coach Byron Dable was uh, seen uh, smoking a cigar after the win. He went over to greet some fans, maybe family and friends, and uh, was smoking a cigar after their big win over the Jaguars. Right? The Jaguars. So, uh, smoking a cigar is the best post-win celebration in sports. Uh, Taylor, factor cap. Fact, yeah, I think it's a baller move. Wasn't LeBron doing this after the 2020 uh, championship? I think they all were. Red Auerbach. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic, you know, Joe Burrow cigar and his smoker. crew lit it up too. You got to do that, Trev. Um, it's it's a great like symbol for a victory. Like the victory cigar. Is Jordan used to always have them. Jordan loved yep. his cigars. I, I know that you see people that are celebrating. So like, what's the the fat and happy? The top hat, the tuxedo, the martini in one hand, and the cigar in the other. Looks like that guy's having a great time. Yeah. The problem is, every time I smoke a cigar, I feel like I got hit by a car. That there is nothing that makes me feel. I could have ten martinis and feel kind of lousy the next day, but I could function. If I have two pulls on a cigar, I feel like I want to kill myself. They are the most awful things in the world. I like being around them. I like how they smell, but I can't smoke one. All right, I'm gonna go. Um, this is cap for me. Do you remember? And now we think of this one. Do you remember when the Dallas Mavericks won the championship? They beat the Miami Heat, and there was a report out there that Mark Cuban. It was a bottle of champagne. I'm looking it up right now. Cost $90,000. I don't know what it is about that to me when they're just, you know, they're going to Vegas, they're going wherever they're going, and it's just the pop in the champagne. It's that that celebration to me. That's like the real, the true celebration. The cigars, it's baller. It looks awesome. It's all very cool. But I'd rather see them just get doused in champagne and Mark Cuban spending Ninety thousand dollars. I don't know if it was for all the bottles or it's one bottle, whatever the hell it was. One on every table. <laughs> bottle of Ace of Spade champagne was half the size of Dirk Nowitzki. Cost ninety thousand dollars. Why not? Do you like cigars? Do you smoke them? No, I don't. No. I like the smell. I just I, do I don't too. smoke them either. I, um, I oh my gosh, nothing makes me feel. There was, worse. there was a time. There was a time where I would smoke a cigar, but now not at all. And I'm with you too. It's like you feel like. Oh. Life's about to end. Nothing worse. All right, so... uh, More men. (laughs) Before yesterday's game, uh, Philadelphia was prepping for the chance they could potentially go to the World Series, and so people were caught greasing the poles, essentially so that people couldn't climb up them. So uh, So happy for them. (laughs) Right, and exactly. They ended up still climbing the poles, going crazy. So Philadelphia has the craziest fans in sports. Travis, factor cap. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I still think that, well... I want, I, my gut says lean towards New York. So, but the more I think about it, I think you're right. I think it's fact because they are one bad play. They want to boo you and fire you and run you out of town. And when they get hot, though, there's not a better place in the world that, that supports you the way that those Philly people do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say fact. They are incredibly passionate with they win. And the second one thing goes wrong, they want to fire everybody. That is that is the definition of a passionate fan. I'll go cap, and I'll just – I won't even put a franchise toward this. I'll just say soccer fans. Soccer fans are kind of a different level out there. There's kind of I – mean, you're – lighting fireworks and everything else in the stands it's a it's a different animal out in 
Europe specifically, like the you know Premier League stuff like that. I I, I go soccer fans, craziest fans in sports. Taylor. I say cap too. I think Sacramento fans are the craziest because you have to be a maniac <laughs> to actually to cheer for that continue team. Continue to root for them. Yeah. Just one team to hold. Um, all right. So uh, last one. I sometimes do this when I'm driving. Uh, I'll see whatever the estimated time is on this Waze app, whatever, and I try to beat it. I, I maybe not the best way to drive, but you know, um, I feel. Can you let me know when you're going somewhere? So make sure that I'm nowhere <laughs> in the general area. The sense of accomplishment when you uh, shave some time off your uh, off your route. So you try to beat your GPS home, Alan. Factor cap. I don't try to beat it home, but I'm with you. I'm watching. I mean, I'm looking. You know, if I start slowing down and Waze didn't tell me that I was supposed to be slowing down, I'm all of a sudden upset saying, what the hell is this? That's how like dependent I am on Waze. I know where I'm going. It's not like I need Waze to get to the office, but I'm turning Waze on to come here just in case I got to go another route. I'm not as concerned about shaving a minute or two off. Maybe if I'm driving from San Diego back up to LA and it's two hours and I get here in an hour 56, I pump a fist. <laughs> but for the most part, I'm not trying to beat it. So here's my question, Emily. How often do you beat it? Uh, very little. Right. I rarely so beat it. I I, tur- I do the same thing you guys do. I turn it on. Get first of all, the car knows where it's going even before you've gotten in it because you drive the same places every day, every time. Um, it's spooky accurate. Like it's within a minute or two no, every ridiculous. single time. So I I I mean maybe you beat it by a minute or two, but no, it's I'm not racing around and getting myself another ticket for one extra minute so I can go. One and thirty-six against the computer. Beat it today. <laughs> beat the AI. I, I, yeah, I don't need to beat the AI at the. What is a speeding? I haven't gotten one. Hold on. Okay, I haven't gotten a speeding ticket in quite some time. That's me knocking on wood. There. What are they? When's when's anybody gotten one here recently? No, I haven't gone in a while. I no, haven't either. Been ten years. Yeah, they're not cheap. I don't think. I'll, I'll just let. I drive like an old lady. So you want to come in? Come on in. You want to go past me? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll make a nice little room for you. No ticket Give coming your way, way, buddy. Not for that. Not for that. Some other things you never really know. All right. Um, the NFL is weird this year. There might be one and a half good teams, and none of them play here in Los Angeles at the moment. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Do you coordinate your wardrobe based on which days we're going to be streaming on youtube because i feel like you have a good look you have a you have a good youtube look going today slee i wish i was thinking that far ahead i'm not what are they we're doing monday tuesdays and thursdays when we're streaming i believe that's right no i just try to wear something different every day and if well, I, I accomplish so. that, you change your shirt every day. Mission accomplished. You change your hoodie. You no, a, not not. I'll, I'll probably have this on a couple of days this week, but not in a row. Like you do. I I know that it makes a, a, a second appearance during the yeah, week. It has which, its rotation. You could at least pretend that it went through the wash. We have a gnat in here that is attacking <laughs> I was me. Say what's going on over like there? Like no tomorrow. Yeah, I think it was just in, in my room too, and it was attacking me as well. So maybe it went through the wall. The hell is going on? Emily, here? you don't have a pizza in your office yeah, or something? Do you? <laughs> a banana in here no. <laughs> created some flies. Did not have pizza. Did you have any this weekend? Uh, I made pizza this weekend myself, so that's what I did. This guy's like a hawk in here. <laughs> I see your way. I don't see it. It's obviously not big enough for you to be uh, swinging around like it's a here. pterodactyl. But Alan, when do you choose your hat days or non-hat days? Because I feel like it's like every other day. I, so there's no plan. There's no. I mean, if I did I shave my head? I think I shaved my head on Saturday. Like tomorrow, I would wear a hat if I didn't shave again. You're gonna shave it tonight. Get it nice and clean, and clean as a whistle for lit tomorrow on the camera? Tomorrow, Wednesday. No, I, I base it more on a Laker game. 
than I base it on anything in <laughs> yeah, here. I believe you. Yeah. I, I believe I you. I don't base it off of. <laughs> yeah, this, this is yeah, we look. far less important than your Lakers stuff. I understand. Well, for appearance. <laughs> appearance? I don't, well, I'm just saying. Appearance. I, I, I don't I think we're you. walking into a radio studio worried about our looks. I had a moment where I got to share um, a life moment with one of my kids this weekend. So I told you I went down to San Diego. Yeah. And... Uh, Susan had gone down ahead with her mother, and she was getting. She had to pick up her brother at the airport. So we had two cars down there. Michael okay. and I went down a little bit after the fact, and we got down there. It's about halftime of the Oregon UCLA game, so still close enough to to be good football. Yeah. And uh, I said, "Hey, let's go find a bar mm-hmm. and let's sit down at the bar, and we'll watch football, get a couple of things to eat, and we'll just kind of sit there." And, and so we did. We're sitting there. Padres are still in the playoffs at that point. We're getting some wings, and we get some um, tacos, little street tacos, right? A couple of appetizers. I get a beer. He gets uh, whatever he got. I don't know. And we're sitting there. We're watching the football, and nobody's really saying anything. But we're, you know, we're talking about, oh, they should have passed here. You know, I get a good tackle, whatever. Just little, little one-offs here and yep. there. No real, like, deep, meaningful conversation. And I said to him, I said, hey, you know, you're experiencing one of life's great moments right now. You just need to be aware of what he goes, oh, what do you mean? said, you're sitting in a bar watching football on a Saturday afternoon, and you got good food, and you're just sitting here, and nobody's really talking. It's just, he goes, yeah, that is pretty good. You're right. <laughs> I said, just these are the moments that you have to really cherish when they come around because it doesn't happen all that often where you have the company that you want. You don't have to talk very much. A lot of things go unsaid. Just make a comment about the TV. Have your food. Have your beers pretty nice saturday afternoon you know what also helps because if you're watching a team that you really love all of a sudden you can't enjoy it the way you do i don't really got a dog in the fight here i'm just going to enjoy a saturday afternoon i'm just going to enjoy college football whatever the case is i feel like that has a lot to do with it as well i don't know how you are when you're watching silence when you're when you're watching your team and you're really invested in them winning whatever the case is it's a different feeling. It is a little different. It you know is what I mean? a little different. But when they're going good, that takes it to oh, another yeah, level. But when they're a little nervous, it's just quiet, beers, wings, tacos, good TVs, bars. Good setup. Not a bad way to go. Shoes. Shoes are not a... And, and so then yesterday, we're watching yep. more football. The league at large... There are, Buffalo's really good. Kansas City's really good. Philly looks like be pretty good. I still not buying the Giants, even though they're 6-1. and one. The league kind of sucks. There, there, there are no really good teams outside of three or four. Yeah. There's a, there's like 25 kind of average ones, which I guess if you're a Ram or a Charger fan, you feel pretty good that you're in the mix. And there's really only three or four legitimately terrible ones. But I don't want a league where everybody's eight and seven or, or you know, seven and eight going in the last couple of weeks of the season. I like good teams. I like having ten or twelve teams that could win the Super Bowl. So is it, is it taking away from? Are you watching any less football, or is there a little less interest because the Seahawks can walk into less, LA and but blow I'm out the Chargers? What I am watching less. I'm not watching less of it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the NFL losing business. I'm saying no, I'm just curious my, of like the level of interest. No, like yesterday, watching the Chargers and Seahawks, it was boring because both of those the Chargers are underperforming. The Seahawks yeah. are a little bit overperforming. But it wasn't a particularly exciting game. The game wasn't close. There was never a moment where you thought it could go either way in the second half. The Seahawks had a pretty comfortable grip on that one. I'm enjoying what I, that game last night between Pittsburgh and Miami was terrible. Yeah, it was. It was a terrible football mm-hmm. game. So I, I think where I find myself is I'm watching specific games. So if the Niners are playing the Chiefs, I want to see that game. The you know Chargers and the Seahawks, I had some interest. It was like, all right. 
our Chargers really four and two? Come on, they can't be four and two, right? Seahawks just part of the division with the Rams. But I'm 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 more if if I turn on at 10 a.m. if there's a game on, and I don't really find much interest in it. I'm not really tuning into it, which but even is the different. Chiefs and Niners, just it wasn't a particularly good game. It wasn't a particularly good game, but you wanted to see there were some storylines. There was Christian McCaffrey's making his first, you know, obviously with the Niners. And listen, the Niners, you thought this could potentially be a game. We we were doing our pickums last week. Say, hey, if you got a, the last couple weeks, hey, if you got to pick one team, it was Buffalo, maybe San Francisco, right? Like there's so there's there's some interest it's there. Buffalo and KC, and then everybody else. I know. Everybody is it, could else. It, could at it this just point. be? a new wave of NFC teams that are coming in and it's their time. You know, it's been the same teams for the last couple of years. Rams are always in the mix. Tampa. Packers are Green always Bay. in the mix. Tampa's always in the mix. There's always kind of these few teams Seattle. that have... But is there now, don't you feel like it could be, and I could be wrong, that in four weeks from now, things can even self out. Maybe there's just a new wave coming into okay. the NFC, and we're just not convinced. Final yet. four in the NFC right now. If you had to pick, it's going to be the Giants, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and throw someone in there, the Seahawks, okay. which they're all at the top of their divisions yeah. or, or near it. Yeah. Minnesota. Let's throw Minnesota in there, too. Or, or the Rams, Green Bay. Tampa Bay, these teams that have quarterbacks, that have pedigreed coaches, that have these guys that have been there over and over again. Which where are you putting your money? I actually, I think I'm going to take the first side of it. It feels different this year. I think I'm going to take the Phillies and the Cowboys and some of these others. I think I'm actually going to take them simply because um, the, those three other teams that you just mentioned have shown nothing. nada, nada. Green Bay and Tampa and the, and the Rams. We'll throw them in there. They might all be under 500 teams this year. That could happen. But like one of the good things too, I think um, maybe it's a silver lining for all this is that when the, the league is kind of mid or mediocre, the playoffs always seem really good. So maybe that's going to be the silver lining in January and February. Like well, this is going to be thing. really competitive even if it's and bad, new teams. Even if it's bad, we'll be watching every one of those games. That's also true. Stat hero of the day: the Rams. Rams are now second place in the NFC West, coming off their bye, so they didn't have to do anything. Um, they're second place. Yeah, they got to play the Niners this weekend. That's not great. Stat hero of the day brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local market lineups in the Stat Hero app. Filter by single game. Pay attention to local market lineups at StatHero.com. I played one of the uh, local games this past weekend. We encourage you guys. Either go to the website or download the app, stathero.com. Once you do that, just put that promo code 710. Uh, 710 you'll get a 100% deposit match. You put in 50 bucks, they'll match it. Free you put money. in 10 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever you put in, they'll match it. But just download the app and make sure you put in that promo code 710. Stat Hero winning isn't a fantasy. The Rams are underdogs at home against the 49ers. You mentioned Christian McCaffrey there a second ago. I think the Rams got fortunate that they did not get McCaffrey. To, to, to spend what limited draft capital they have to try to go get a guy that I don't think makes them a lot better. You still don't have anybody to block. You still don't have a second wide receiver that's doing anything. You still don't have anybody outside of Aaron Donald that's getting pressure on the quarterback. you got like seven or eight things that need to get fixed. Running back's only one of them. Were you surprised when you found out that they were that they, they were the you, other team I, I, in the mix? I wasn't surprised because they're always in the mix, but I'm glad that it didn't work out. Apparently that fourth-round pick that they don't have Let's, was the difference. Yeah. Um, but I like that it didn't get them. They're going to have to draft some guys eventually. You're going to have to replace some of these guys that are not performing the way that they are or are getting older. You just need to pick younger, better players sooner than later. Yeah, I'm. I'm um, I was surprised that they were in the mix, and I'm with you that them – I don't mind it for the Niners. I think it's good for the Niners. I think it will pay off for them, but I don't. I think for the Rams, you got too many holes. All right, let's go back to the Lakers and figure out what Russell Westbrook was doing last night, yesterday afternoon. Plus more of your phone calls, 877-710-3776. 
And LeBron said he's not going to talk about Russ, but then he said something else. Was that about Russ? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.